tale of the tape for this, our main event of the evening. We introduce the champion, Chris, the West Side Strangler Brennan. Let's get it all. What's up, guys? Welcome back. We are going to go over all sorts of things today. UFC, what number is it? 283. UFC 283. Um, we are going to go over the whole entire power slap deal. <laughs> and we are going to go over, uh, talk about John Jones, my favorite fighter of all time. Really? No, not at all. I was like, my what? least favorite fighter. Okay. Of all time. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I thought GSP was your favorite yeah, fighter. He's definitely not my favorite so, fighter okay. at all. All right. Let, let's start out with Power Slap. Um, <laughs> this is a big deal. Obviously, it's coming uh, at a, at a ironic time. Ironic time. <laughs> yeah. A, a tough time for, uh, for Dana. Yeah. Um, so, I, did a little bit of research on this. Three rounds, they call it. A round is one strike each. They have a box that they have to stand in. Uh, there are rules about flinching or moving the shoulder or tucking the chin. Yep. Um, they're very specific when it comes to the part of the hand that strikes you. Because my first thought was, well, dude, just get palm that strike. heel in yeah, there. Palm and strike, that's it. You know, you're done. But yeah. they're, they're super... They're super uh, there's judging on whether or not it's a clean slap. And then I guess it's got to be below the eye and above the chin is where is where right. the strike has to hit. The last part of the video that I watched was probably the most telling, which leads me to believe it's going to be just like MMA. It said, and in the end, it will go to judges just like an MMA or boxing judge <laughs> scoring, scoring system. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, so we haven't figured out scoring for MMA because the scoring has sucked. Right. You're creating a new sport, 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 and you have the opportunity to have some sort of different judging system, and that's what you're going to go with. Um, my honest opinion, it's the dumbest thing ever, period. I, uh, it is concussions waiting to happen. Nothing but concussions, nothing but head strikes. Like, tell me you don't give a shit about the fighters without telling me you don't give a shit about the fighters. <laughs> You know, it's a, it, it, like for real, like, yeah. hey, we're going to come up with a plan. It's going to make me money, so I'm down for it. But we're going to come up with a plan where you just stand there and hit each other in the face, open-handed, as hard as you can, and then it's your turn. It's just, I, yeah, it's, I, I understand that there is skill involved, air quote, skill involved with the, uh, the strike. But there's... There's no skill involved in taking that kind of punishment, no. right? I mean, there's no, there's stupidity involved. There's like, how bad do you need money? You know, it, it is. I mean, is there skill? Sure. There's a certain way to turn your hand, right? There's a certain way to turn your hip. Okay. But, but it, that's again, that's in the strike. There's nothing yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't move. You can't do anything. Right. So you just have to eat it and hope that you can hit him harder than he hits you. So all the guys that, get fight of the night for standing in the middle of the cage and right. beating each other's brains out. You know, here is the even better version of tying your shoelaces together, standing in the middle of the cage and banging it out, right? Like, it's, it's just like, I forget what the thing was called, where the guys had to hold on to one thing and they could punch over the oh, table at yeah, each other. Yeah. You know, that was like the stupidest thing ever. And uh, the, this, is, this is no different. This is like, I, I'm sure everyone's going to watch it. But it, literally, I've watched like two or three slaps, and now every time I see it, I just pass right by it online because what is the point? You're literally just trying to watch a guy get knocked out by a slap 
that's literally giving him a concussion. Sure. You know? Sure. And then the next, next. So, like, yeah, it's. I saw I'm one video fan. and the dude's face afterwards. I saw that. Swole up and it, it like, it, it sank and it looked like he had a stroke afterwards. And yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't a stroke, but it yeah, was. Right. His face was like. It, it drooped and it swelled up and it, it looked like he had. I know he what he didn't, but. Yeah, not, um, I'm not a fan. I but, won't be paying to watch it or watching it for free. I can't imagine. I'm sure there are going to be people lining up sure. to get in it, not, oh, not yeah. to not to watch, to compete. Sure, I'm you sure. Know? And I just. Are um, you going to have tryouts? <laughs> yeah, and are there weight classes? There's got to be weight classes, right? Um, I hadn't uh, heard on that, but I can't imagine, uh, you know, a heavyweight. Right. I mean, put it in, in MMA terms, you know, you got Figueredo that we're going to be talking about and Nganu standing across from each other. Right, that right. There, there's, I know that's an extreme, but... I mean, it's possible if there's not weight classes. So, yeah, I'm, I would imagine that there are, unless it's just all big guys. Unreal. Unreal. Well, it'll be interesting to see, and I'm, I'm, I'm real surprised. I, I'm surprised that Dana got into it, but I guess I'm not because I, I, I'm sure he sees dollar signs. Sure. But um, I just... I, I think I know how you're going to answer this question, but I, it, it bears. I think some people are going to say, well, wait a minute. 30 years ago, this is what people were saying about the UFC. Right. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not a real sport. This is people just standing in a cage and beating up on them, on each other. This is not that, though, because there's so many other options in MMA yeah. than standing there and getting punched in the face, sure. right? There's takedowns, there's submissions, there's kicks, there's elbows, there's moving your head, avoiding it. Right. There's right. being. Israel Adesanya and taking very little damage because you move your head a lot. I think we know a fighter that's 8 0 and hasn't taken what, four shots? 7 0, but yes. Oh, 7 0. Four, stri four strikes. Four he's strikes. Taken. Yeah. So obviously that, that can happen. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I don't see it becoming. I mean, it might be huge to watch for, for the beer drinking, yeah. you know, weekend guy, but uh, it's, not, it's not really a sport. I would agree. Talk about your thoughts on, on John Jones and him finally signing a fight. I, God, you bring me all the negative stuff first. <laughs> Get you all warmed up here. Yeah, I, I'm cool. You know, um, finally signed a fight. That's great. Uh, Francis Ngannou did not leave because he was scared of John Jones. The guy literally fought, you know, everybody that was – he knocked Alistair Overeem's head completely off of his shoulders like a Pez machine. Um, he's not afraid to fight John Jones. You know, um, he's lost before. He's not afraid to lose, yeah. you know. So I think that was just people jumping on the attack. I don't know what he – I know that he wanted he, – he would have accepted the money, but I know he also wanted to box Tyson Fury, okay. and, and there's a chance that that happens. And so – and Deontay Wilder. Wilder. Um, so he wanted the option to be able to do that, and that was not going to be allowed. And so I guess there's only one Conor McGregor. Right, because yeah. Connor got to step out yeah. and fight, and and UFC made twenty five million dollars on Connor fighting Floyd. Yes, how'd yeah. that happen? Part of the deal for for to let Connor do it. That was part of their deal. I don't so. know how many people is that. Is that real common knowledge? Because I hadn't um, heard that before. I, I think so. I think a lot of people know, but but maybe not. But yeah, they made twenty five million from Connor, allowing him to fight outside his contract. Really and fight Floyd. Now, that's what Ngannou wanted to do. That was one of the things that wasn't uh, going to be in his contract. So, you know, 
whatever. If he goes and fights somewhere else and, and makes money and beats lesser opponents, but but still makes a ton of money, good on him. You know, it's whatever. He he won the championship. He's the title holder. Vacated it. Uh, not afraid of John Jones. Now on to John Jones. Um, he's big, man. He's big. He's up to 265, I think, 270. Um, so he's got to he'll he'll come down a little bit to fight. Um, He's, he is the Ronda Rousey for me. I hope to God somebody kicks his head off his shoulders. You know, he's a, a shitty human. He's, a, he's not a good guy and continues to do. He hasn't been to Vegas in I don't know how long without getting arrested for either, you know, hitting a lady, uh, shooting his gun off in the street. You know, didn't, didn't he get in a car accident and run from the scene? Was that in Vegas as well? I, know. I, I don't know if that was in Vegas or not, but but probably. Okay. Um, he did do that though. Um, just all, all sorts of things. Just a not a not a great dude. But I have to be honest, he's probably the best fighter. Period. You know, um, pound for pound, I still give it to Demetrius Johnson. You know, DJ is a uh, was a phenomenal fighter everywhere. John is as well but uh i feel like he was people think he was getting bored in his division i think he was getting caught he was getting caught up to by the guys he was fighting and and that's why his last couple fights were so close people think you know that that um a, a few of them he might have lost by decision even though he won mm -hmm. and when it came to being that close it was either because he was partying right like he told dc when he beat him like i beat you and i was on coke you know, yeah, and and so he was either partying and not taking it seriously, and it was getting caught up, and he needed something to to spark his interest, you know, a little more. So he moved up to heavyweight. Um, will he be fast? You know, I don't know. Will it, will he be as fast as he was? He didn't have knockout power as a two hundred five er. You know, he didn't one punch knockout anybody. You know, but will he have that as a heavyweight? I don't know. Will he have a a chin at heavy for the heavyweights punching him in the face? Right. You know. There's a lot to be seen. Cyril Gaon is a better technical striker than him. Um, John's a better fighter than him, for sure. You know, he out-wrestles him. Uh, uh, and who out-wrestled Cyril Gaon. Yep. So, John Jones will absolutely out-wrestle him if he wants to out-wrestle him. When you break down what makes John Jones potentially the greatest, Dana calls him the greatest, Rogan calls him the greatest. Sure. I mean, you hear just about everybody is saying, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give it to one, what is it? Is it, is it IQ? Is it, um, is it striking ability? Is it wrestling? Is it just a complete package? What is it that makes him? He best? definitely has a, a great, great fight IQ. His athleticism is next level. I mean, look at his whole family. He's got two brothers yeah. that play in the NFL. That's right. You know, a Super Bowl champion yep. um, who played against each other, I believe, in the Super Bowl. And, that and, sounds right. Yeah. And John, you know, multi-time UFC champion. Uh, freaky athleticism. Um, I'm sure I, – I don't. to be honest, I can't even speak on if he works hard. I'm sure he works hard. I don't know that he works as hard as somebody who's not as talented as he is. You have to work hard – to be where he, I mean, sure. just to be there, there sure. there's, a, there's an amount of work that has to go in there. there. There are a lot of guys that, let's take GSP for example, phenomenal athlete, phenomenal fighter, great champion, probably could not have drank and did coke and partied throughout his whole career yeah. and still been that guy. Sure. There are guys that can do that. Yeah. You know, there are guys, I'll, I'll go ahead and say it right now, 
I UFC 20, I believe, when Tito Ortiz beat uh, Guy Masker. Okay. I later that night was cruising down the hall and end up seeing Tito, someone else, and Kevin Randleman smoking weed and doing coke on a, on a table in, in, a, in a room. And I'm walking away. I'm like, I am busting my ass yeah. to be good. Yeah. And these are the greatest guys in the sport. Yeah. And here they are partying like that, you know, and, and fighting and, and winning the way they are. Yeah. So there are guys that can do it. You know, I'm not one of them. Um, I, I doubt someone like GSP or DJ is one of them, but John Jones is one of them. And, and that, I, I've given the argument, like, if, if he like, really took everything seriously, really trained hard, really didn't drink, didn't party, whatever, imagine how good he'd be. And there are people that say they argue for him. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't be as good if he didn't. Maybe, maybe that's, that's how he relaxes. Makes, yeah. Maybe that's how he whatever. You know, it's like, whatever. I mean, if that's if that's your argument, it's, it's uh, it is what it is. But yeah, I'm just I'm not a fan. But I think the heavyweight division is the weakest division in the UFC. It always has been. Yeah. And uh, it'll now have most likely a champion that's going to be. I mean, without. Without Nganu there, because Nganu finally had some really solid takedown defense and stuff for his last fight, two fights. Um, without him there, I don't know who comes in and beats John Jones um, right now. You know, I don't know. Yeah, that's a really good point. He he has the the only thing that the heavyweight division has to offer as far as John Jones getting beat is getting knocked out one punch knockout yeah, power somebody, right like somebody catch him. Derek Lewis could catch him and knock him out Absolutely. you know uh, Tuivasa could catch him and knock him out right. Cyril you know Gon probably could I mean, Cyril gone probably could catch him and knock him out uh Nganu absolutely could catch him and knock him out there are guys who could one punch knock him out he's not gonna fight he like I said he's he's got a, a smart fight IQ um if he if he stands and trades you know I imagine he's gonna find out real fast and so will we what his chin's like but at the same time, you know, that that's really all he has to worry about in that division. No one's, I mean, looking at it, no one's going to out-wrestle him, you know. Um, no one, I can't even think of anybody who's got great, great jiu-jitsu at the moment in the heavyweight division. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I see him probably winning and, and sticking around for a while in that spot. What does Stipe do against him? I mean, does Stipe even want to fight? Like, why hasn't he fought either? Like, no one's fighting in the heavyweight division. Yeah. You know, it's a very weak division. you got a bunch of guys recycling each other at the top. Yeah. Um, Sergei Pavlovich, Curtis Blades, obviously Stipe. So Curtis Blades could present a problem because he could out-wrestle John Jones. If he came out to wrestle, you know, and not bang it out with him, and he, he might even be able to strike with him a little bit, you know, because, again, we don't know if John Jones has that one-punch knockout power yet. And, and that's what has hurt Curtis Blades in the past is the knockout artist. Um, so, you know, he could present a problem. Um, who, who, who's, do we have any Russian heavies? Yeah, back to that page. Hold on just a second. Were the guys 205ers or heavy that just fought that uh, had the calf kicks going on the inside? Oh, I think they're 205ers. Uh, Volkov, Alexander Volkov. And no, I mean, so Cyril gone. Number two is Stipe. Number three is Sergei Pavlovich. Four is Curtis Blades. Five is Ty. Six is uh, Tom Aspinall. Then you got Derek Lewis, Alexander Volkov, Rosenstrike, and Marcin Tibura. Tibura. Yeah. That, that's your top ten. Yeah, so there are, there are guys that can 
be good fights for a round, maybe, but I don't know as far as beating him over the course of five rounds. We goes. watched Ivanov fight this weekend, um, and he's. Oh no, that's not. That's somebody different. Never mind. Um, you said you made a comment that John is has gotten really big. We've talked a couple times on the podcast about. Um, uh, Connor and how big he's gotten and you've made the comment that he's like he's gonna gas out it's not yeah. gonna work John has taken a lot longer to get a, a lot bigger he's a lot smarter do you do you think he's gonna do you think that size is going to pose the same problem for him that it would for Connor I doubt it uh, only because number one he did take longer number two he doesn't look juiced at the gills like Connor does yeah. He did put on size. He put on some body fat too. Yeah, you know, yeah. He, he put on. He, he's not. In, he doesn't look like Ngannou. Right. He doesn't look like. He that. doesn't look like John Jones at two hundred five. Yeah. You know. But at the same time, man, he's got to be training with guys right now, knowing what his cardio is like, knowing what it's like at a heavyweight, knowing if he needs to fight a certain way to to maintain his conditioning throughout the five round fight. Um, he's just he, he's he's a smarter fighter. In my opinion, he doesn't gas normally. Connor gas at 145, 155, and 170. So yeah. he's for sure going to gas at whatever he fights at, you know, at the size he's at now. He just fights differently. He, he expends, even though it looks like he's relaxing, everything's into every punch. It's going to be super interesting to see March 3rd. Um, I, I think no, it was March 4th. Um, March 4th. I think Dana said that um, it was in, he signed an eight fight contract. That's what I, I heard. That's what um, I heard. Which is nuts. That's. Yeah, and I know he wanted a lot of money to to fight again and to move up. So to sign a new deal that big, I'd imagine it's got to be pretty big. I don't know why it hasn't been talked about, why it hasn't been discussed. You know, you see in other sports, so-and-so signed a five-year, $105 million deal. Yeah. You know? So, um, That's super but John's not bitching. Right, like he signed it. So yeah. uh, holding out as long as he did, I'd imagine he, he got, you know, at least a lot of what he was looking for. And it did he I did hear um, Plus they have Ngannou's money now to transfer over to John. Oh that that's actually <laughs> they're missing a, a highly paid heavyweight. Yeah, that's that's actually really interesting. I guess there's more money there. That is interesting also that you mentioned um, you know, if if Insert, you know, Tom Brady's. Tom Brady signs a new contract. You're going to hear exactly how much that is, right? But you don't hear that when it comes to UFC athletes. It's, that's yeah, all, not much. That that's all controlled by Dana, I'm assuming, right? Um, it'll be public after they fight, after his first fight. Um, and someone might talk about it. I'm not sure. Someone might talk about it uh, that knows, and it might get out. I'm not sure. But usually, after a UFC fight, you can Google the payout and it'll give you sometimes now it just gives you the sponsorship payout which is garbage anyway but they they uh sometimes you can find the the, the purses well i'm excited for it i think notwithstanding who he is i think the the world is pretty excited to see john jones back in the cage i think sure. it's good for the sport i think absolutely. it's good for, absolutely for everything that that is ufc right now it's good for me because usually i'm voting for people to win i'm, I'm excited and yeah. watching someone win and yeah you know i don't vote <laughs> him for i'm hoping for that yeah. someone lands that ball bang that's <laughs> awesome
Let's jump into UFC 283. Let's I didn't even go. look to see. Um, Good card. Do we know? Do we know where this is? I didn't. I, They're in Brazil. Okay. They are awesome. in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Um, for basically, Davidson Figueroa is the champ, and Moreno is fighting him. So, Brandon's down there. Been down there for a little while training now. That's awesome. Let's get ready. Well, first fight: Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. Um, Paul Craig's coming in number nine. Johnny Walker, number 12. It's a light heavyweight bout. What, what do you see here? One guy is way better on the feet, and one guy is way better on the ground. Um, Paul Craig is a stud on the ground. He's a stud off his back. Um, <clears throat> problem is he takes a lot of damage to get his subs, and Johnny Walker gives a lot of damage. Delivers you know, a lot of damage. Delivers a lot of damage. Sure. So uh, it depends on, on how fast Paul Craig can get into the ground. Uh, Johnny Walker, I believe, is coming off of a loss, or he just fought and won, but he had a loss right before that. Let me, let me pull it up. Johnny Walker's coming in at 19-7. and seven. He is coming off a win. <clears throat> Over who? Ian uh, Kudaleba. Uh-huh. And then a loss before right that, before that, right? Before that, a loss to Jamal Hill yes. and a loss to Thiago Santos. Right. So he's 1-2 and two in his last three fights. So I'm, I want to say, I would love to say Paul Craig submits him. Um, but I don't know that he gets him down. How tall is he? Six six. Johnny Walker's coming at six five. Six yeah. five, and uh, Paul Craig is not six five. <laughs> and yeah, he's a big guy though. Right, he's, he's listed at six four. Maybe that's a generous oh, okay. six four. Okay. But I mean, maybe he is. Um, maybe that's why his legs are so long for triangles. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna gamble and go with Paul Craig by sub. Okay, Paul's coming off of his his last. Six fights. He's got a draw, four wins, and a loss. Yep. Um, so I mean, he's he's doing for doing for fairly well, also. Um, and I think I saw this one. If I if I saw it right, I think that Johnny Walker's coming in minus one seventy on this. Yeah. Is That's not bad. That's pretty close. It's pretty close. Fight number two. <clears throat> Number four, Lauren Murphy against Jessica Andrade. Women's flyweight bout. Um, Jessica's a heavy favorite at this one, minus 450. A moderate favorite, minus 450. Uh, Lauren's coming in at plus 360. Lauren's getting old. Uh, I think that's probably why they're, they're and not old, but like old for the fight game. Um, I, I still think that she presents uh, enough of a problem that she might pull this off. Um, I like her. She's from Houston. She trains with uh, Crew Bob down there, uh, same place that um, uh, Derek Lewis trains out of. Okay. But um, yeah, she's. I'm not a, a giant fan of Jessica Andrade. I know that Laura Murphy's got a long, uh, a lot of height and reach advantage on her, and hopefully she uses it. Laura Murphy, yeah. you know, I think she just fought for the belt one or two fights ago. Uh, she coming off. She's coming off a loss. It was for the. For the belt, I believe. Let me pull that up. And yeah, there's a there was a significant height difference on yeah. this. Um, Andrade is five one. Lauren Murphy's coming at five five, I believe. Okay. So, um, so yeah, we we'll see a little bit of reach there. Let me see if I can pull up the uh, the last fight. Yeah, it's only what four inches, but if you think about, it, it's like me fighting oh. a guy that's six foot, right? So it's a pretty decent size advantage. Lauren Murphy's lost one out of her last seven fights. And it was for the belt. Yeah, it was somebody named 
named Shevchenko. Right. You know, maybe. What round? Four. Okay. Um, she beat Misha Tate. She yep. beat Joanne Wood. Uh, Shakavara. I mean, she's got she's got a good list of outside I, of Shevchenko, which she lasted four rounds on, which is probably a, a, a you know moral victory in and of itself. Right. You know, she's can she's you check out good. can you check out Jessica Andrade real quick? Absolutely. Uh, she's coming off two wins, Cynthia uh, Calvillo. So three and three in her last six, though, right? Correct. Cynthia Calvillo is a girl that trains at uh, Alpha Male. Who, who was before that? Shevchenko. A loss? Correct. So that's both of their last losses. How'd she lose to her? Elbows in the second. Uh-huh. I'm telling you. Lauren Murphy. I'm going um, with it. And then you look at Andrade. She's, you know, you said three of six. Um, the who's who of who she lost to. Uh, Whaley. Rose. Rose. And Valentina. Right. I mean. Yeah, Rose uh, came after she beat Rose, actually. Rose went for a Kimura on the feet, and she picked her up and dropped her on her head and knocked her out. Oh, was that? That was way, that was way back, right? It was, yeah, it was a while back. Yeah. Um, so you're, you're going I'm sticking lower, to my guns. I'm going Murphy. Going Murphy. Awesome. Texas. Third fight. This is going to be a fun one. Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. Number five versus 12. Burns is a heavy favorite on this one, but yeah. you got to like what Magny brings. He seems like he's a solid fighter. I do. I like Magny a lot. Uh, he's tough. He's, he's uh, very good, but I think that Gilbert Burns, I think he's coming off only a loss to uh, Chimaev. Yep. It was his last fight, uh, a five-rounder, and it was a damn close fight. And then such a good fight, great man. fight, great fight. It was the test for Chimaya was everyone got to find out that he was the real deal. Uh, that might that could have been a fight of the year candidate. Yeah, and then he won his fight before that, and then the fight before that he lost for the belt, I yep. believe, against Usman. That's correct. And um, so the caliber of the guys that he's been fighting, you know, well, and, and and the one that he did win was Wonder Boy. In between right. that, so right, yeah, I think I think he beats No Magni. Um, yeah, I think he beats No Magni. I like him. I like Neil, but yeah. I think uh, Gilbert Burns is his jiu-jitsu level is a little bit, well, not a little bit, a lot of bit better than than Magni. I feel like he gets it to the ground. I'm looking at uh, at Magni's wins. He's got Rodriguez was his last fight in November, so yep. he's he holy. was the underdog in that fight. That was November 5th, 2022. I mean, that was two months ago. Yeah, it wasn't long. Holy cow. Um, Rachmanov, he lost to, he beat Max Griffin, he beat Jeff Neal, lost to Michael Chiza, beat Robbie Lawler, um, you know, yeah. it's lost to, uh, going down a little bit, lost to, uh, Ponzinibbio, so he's got a, he's got a, he's not afraid to fight people, he's 27 to 9, and he's got a, a, a long resume of solid fighters under Yeah, there's a reason why, uh, Gilbert Burns is a heavy favorite in that fight, yeah. and just because... He should be. There is there a chance Maddie could win? Sure, but yeah. I believe that uh, Gilbert Burns pulls that off. Brings us to the first of two title weight fights. I know you've got you've got feelings about this one and, and encouragement. Yeah. Uh, Davison Figueredo versus the interim champion Brandon Moreno. 
So I'm conflicted on this. I, I think Brandon Moreno should win. Really? So this is how it goes. First time they fought, Brandon took it on short notice. Short notice, like a week, and went to a draw. Second time they fought, he rear naked choked Figueredo, ran him over. Third time they fought, Figueredo won a very close decision. Now, this is the fourth time, Brandon's fighting him in, in, in Brazil, but the biggest, biggest uh, thing going against Brandon Moreno in this fight is he went from training with James Krause at yep. Glory MMA yep. to training by himself with all of his guys in Vegas to somehow... Is he the PI? Yeah. To somehow safe from Florida slid in to the picture and is training with him. A couple guys that I spoke to that know him, know Brandon, had said that they just needed someone with experience okay. fighting in the, in the UFC, you know, cornering in the UFC. Um, I think he's taken a, a huge step down coach-wise. Um, will he need it? I don't know. But I, I think... Uh, you know, James brings a lot of skill to the room, a lot of skill to his coaching. Um, I don't think Safe has the skills that, the teaching skills that James does, that, that he presents, and, but he will yell at you in the corner a lot, you know, and he'll yell at you in the, in the room a lot, and he'll tell you that you're lucky to be in his gym a lot, but I don't know that he really, his, who, who, his top guy, I think, is Jeff Neal, and um, he didn't start there. And, and now here he is with Brandon Moreno after someone like Uriah Hall went there. Like, he's got a lot of guys that have come there after being good. Yeah. Same thing with James. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys came to him already good, but I, I, I just feel like uh, if Brandon wins, and I hope that he does, it's not going to be based on his coaching. What does that do to a fighter to go through three coaches in, I mean, yeah. you know, three months? Sure. In a three-month window, he's had three different coaches. What, what does yeah. that do to a I fighter? I mean, not even three. He, so, so he travels. Fortunately for him, he makes money. Comes from no money, yeah. right, because he's from Tijuana. He travels with his, his main coach. His main coach uh, travels with him. He's got two buddies, training partners, that were both in the UFC that travel with him. Um, so that, you know, is good. He, he has um, basically what he needs is training partners, you know, and a little bit of guidance, I'm sure, from somebody on the grappling side of things and, yeah. the, and the MMA side of things. So he's got stability sure. with his main coach and his, and his partners. Yeah, they just, they've been through a lot. I, I spoke to more, uh, a couple guys on his team that I'm friends with, and they just said there's been too many changes. They're going to stay in Vegas. We're going to stay in Vegas and train yep. here. Yep. And I was like, cool, right on. And so that's what they were doing. And then the next, like a week later, I see a picture of Safe in the room with him. And I was like, how did that happen? And uh, apparently it was one of, it was his manager, Jason House, uh, kind of put it together for him. And, and they probably needed, you know, probably felt like they needed some sort of coaching. And, and uh, Jason, you know, was able to, to put it together. And like, like I've said, even on the last po podcast with Tim, so many people got affected by yes. James Krause's deal. Yes. You know, falling, you know, whatever whatever took place is it affected a lot of people. And it just happened to affect the reigning flyweight champion of the world. I've, I've actually thought about that a lot, how, you know, our decisions impact more than just what's happening oh, yeah. around us. It, it impacts a lot of people. No question. So, Figueredo, 
His last three fights, obviously, are Brandon Moreno, Brandon Moreno, Brandon Moreno. Yep. When you look at Moreno, he's got Kaikar France in between there. Right. Any advantage one way or another? Is it nice to have a tune-up fight? I, I don't want to say a tune-up fight. Kaikar France, that's, a, that's disrespecting him. He's a much better fighter than that. But is it nice to get a break and do something different and then come back? I, I'm sure it was. And not only that, he fought in between uh, Brandon uh, Davidson Ferreira has not fought since he fought Brandon in what? What year was that? The uh, end of 2021 or was it in 2022? January 2022. Okay, so it's been a year yeah. and that he's fought. Uh, Brandon got to fight in between there. He was trying to fight Brand, uh, Davidson at the time, and then Figueredo got hurt or something happened and the fight didn't take place. So Brandon went on to fight somebody else for Kai the interim title. Right, fought him for the interim title, finished with a body shot. And then that James Krause called for right before the fight. Or right before the, right before, in between rounds. Okay. He said, let me see that left kick some more. Bang, left kick, fight's over. Dropping. Um, but, so, so he, he's got the, he's not rusty, right? He didn't take a year off. He didn't, he wasn't injured. Um, so he does have, he does have some things stacked against him as far as the coaches changing, as far as fighting in Brazil yep. against, you know, yep. Davidson Federer. That's like fighting in, so like in Cyril Ghosn Ireland against Connor. Yeah, yeah. Cyril Ghosn in France. Yeah, like you're, you're definitely gone to his hometown to do it. And uh, I, I, I really, man, I love Brandon. He is a great dude. Um, I really hope he pulls it off. I really hope he pulls it off. I'll be pulling for him. My for money's sure. on him. That's awesome. So All that zero dollars of it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that brings us then to the uh, the main events. Uh, this is for the light heavyweight title that was vacated by Yuri Prohaska. Yep. Uh, and we're looking at Glover Teixeira versus Jamal Hill. Jamal Hill is ranked seventh. Yeah, he's jumping, right? Huge jump. Glover's yeah. number two. I think some of the guys at four five and six may be busy may have just fought may or maybe you know lined up already but uh jamal hill's been on a bit of a run and glover was trying to fight yuri yuri got hurt uh hurt bad enough to where he vacated the title i you know he i stand and, and and I move know, on yuri Hey, yeah, I yeah. can't fight. I mean, it's, it feels like it. I, I don't know what, what the actual timeline was, but it almost felt like, hey, the next day I got hurt, title's yeah, out. It was, you know? it was right away. So I'm not sure what his injury even is, but I know that, uh, that it was bad enough for him to do that. And then right away they made you know this matchup for, yep. for Glover to fight again for the belt and against Jamal Hill. This is going to be a tough fight for, for Glover. So it's interesting... Glover's number two, Magomed Ankalaev is number three, Jan Blachowicz is four, Rachik is Rachik, Rachik, I think Rachik is five, and then Anthony Smith is six, and then Jamal Hill. Yeah. Out of all those people, do you feel like Jamal Hill was the one that deserved? He's one of the guys I'd rather fight over a couple of the guys at the top, like Ankalaev, uh, uh, you know, and, right? and who just beat him. Uh, I, have, I have to look oh, no. that up. No. He came back and won the fight. He yeah. was getting destroyed legs. Uh, and yeah, came yeah, back yeah. And he came back fight. and won. Yeah. yeah. Three, four, and five. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it'll. I, I think it'll be a good fight. It's a tough. It's a tough matchup for both of them. If Glover gets him to the ground, he's in a lot of trouble. If he can't, he's in a lot of trouble. Say that one more time. If Glover, if Glover gets, gets Jamal Hill to the ground, yes. Jamal Hill's in a lot of trouble. Okay. If he cannot get him to the ground, he is personally Glover himself is in, in a lot, lot of, of trouble. trouble. Yes. Does Jamal Hill have solid? Can he one punch knockout? Um. Yeah, he can one kick, one knee, one punch knockout. Okay. Uh, he's very good. He's very good. I, What's his streak right now? He, well, he's eleven and one. I, I just clicked on Glover because I wanted to see. The dude's forty three. Yeah, he's, and, I mean that's just he was already the oldest champ. Yeah, and and that was how long ago? Two years ago? A uh, year ago? A year maybe. Uh, you want to know about Jamal Hill? He's coming on a three fight win streak. Johnny Walker, Thiago Santos. Who was his loss? Paul Craig. And then how many before that? Uh, all of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You've got nine fights there, but one of them is a no contest. Okay, so eight wins, uh, no one contest, loss, three yep. more wins. Yep. So that's a tough fight. That's a tough fight for for uh, for Glover. Yeah, and and you look at that guy's record, and he's number seven right now. That kind of tells you about that division. You know, that's a tough division um, with, with with a guy with you know th those kind of wins. Yeah sitting at number seven. Jamal Hill looks like he's got some personality. Are we going to see oh, some yeah. talking? Are we going to see some Probably dancing and some showboating in the, in the ring there? Yeah. Or in the cage? He's exciting. Um, so, if Glover gets it to the ground, you're giving it, you think he's got it. I do. If not, I'm thinking Jamal Hill will do it. So yeah, the I question mean, is... Glover has striking, but not the kind of striking that Jamal Hill has. What, what kind of striking defense does Glover have? Can, can, he, can he frame up and, and, and get away from that? Not for five rounds. Like he, he has to get him to the ground to win. He can't defend for five rounds. And, and even if he did, he's definitely going to lose a decision. If it stays on the feet for five rounds, yeah. which I don't think is possible, uh, he, he, he does not win the decision. Awesome. Well, looking forward to it. Um, I will definitely be paying attention to this one. It should be a good fight. Awesome. We'll see you guys afterwards for the recap. It is all over. Just like that.